When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to 105.3 and 107.7 out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana, to The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. I am one of your co-hosts and my other is beside me, but you're also listening to UFO Paranormal Radio Network. Otherwise, Dave, I don't know, we got a little feedback there. Um, UFO uh, Paranormal Radio Network, otherwise known as United Public Radio Network, or just UPRN. I see we're all in the chat. Yes, I see your comment, Howie. I'm going back to the hats. I used to wear them all the time. I have a pile over there. And then we had another show where somebody else was wearing hats that was female. And I thought, hmm, looks great on them. I'm not copying, but it's just me now. Back to the hats. Anyways, I am Laura Lee Potvin, a Canadian clairvoyant medium, Crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, spiritual teacher, and mentor, and registered nurse. I am also the host of my own show, The Angel Rock, here on UFO Paranormal Radio Network on Monday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And what do I want to tell you guys? Hang on. Sorry, guys. Thanks for being patient. Had to restart the computer. Um, I know what I want to tell you. Don't forget to check us out on Roku. We are streaming there tonight. UFO Paranormal Radio Network has their own channel for TV. So how you find it, you're going to sign into the channel store you're going to look for ufo space p as in paranormal that was an interesting noise <laughs> <laughs> um and uh there's going to be a drop down list you're looking for ufo space paranormal and united public radio all in the same title and that's us there so you can watch us on tv we're also streaming to you from multiple platforms um so if you'd like to join the chat we've got quite a few people in the chat this evening we're going to call them out in just a bit so uh, if you want to join in the conversation, I understand globally, and yes, United Public Radio Network does go out to every country in the world. How cool is that? This network's been around for 25 years, and uh, if we're not streaming live, which we do multiple shows on this network, the archive server is going. Anyways, if you want to join in the chat, you're going to head over either to UFO Paranormal Radio on Facebook and YouTube, or you can go to my wonderful co-host, who I'm going to let him introduce himself in just a second, but david's youtube which is the spirit experience he's also streaming in his group by the same name on facebook you can also join in the chat on my youtube channel the angel rock with laura lee potvin as well as my facebook profile it's public and we're streaming to you from canada's most haunted we are streaming from ufo paranormal radio and i think that's it there's a few other channels but those are the ones that are the easiest to find um i think i've remembered everything i probably forgot something but i know i'll remember and i'll bring it up so dave <laughs> yourself, then we're going to say hi to everybody here hi everybody <clears throat> my name is david hansel and i am a spiritual medium this is carmel hello everybody hi, carmel. And <laughs> 
I have and, um, my, our other co-host here. This is Murray. <laughs> Murray. Oh, what is that? What we call Murray Bonesman or Murray Peterson? Murray Peterson. Because my son, Justin, was at the last second when I made a sign. He's the one I talk about. He's my adult son that lives with me. He has severe autism. He's a little doll. I just adore having him. But I should. I'm his mom, right? <laughs> um, I do oh, have a second son, too. But he's adult and lives on his own. Anyways, he was going to name him Pete because we have a year-round skeleton that sits on the dog kennel downstairs and we dress him for occasions and he's Murray. So I think you and I, Dave, decided to call him Murray Peterson. Well, uh, also Justin decided Murray needed a hat. So that was the other thing. And I said, I said, Justin, I don't have time to do brain surgery. So his hat is kind of in spirit behind him. Next week, He'll be wearing a hat, and I got to talk about next week, Dave, and the week after. We're on the UFO Paranormal Radio Network, so we are partying it down. Hello, Halloween Party Central. So here on the thing at the foot of the bed is our Halloween show next week, right, Dave? Live. That's right. And, and then I on the Angel Rock on Monday night, uh, October thirtieth, last year, I had a show on Halloween night. And David was with me. This was the start of all things super cool and amazing. He was on the oh, week yeah, before that cool. and Halloween. And that's when we said, we got to do a show together. So this is why we're together. Well, we've been friends for years. But for anyway, years. yes. So the Angel Rock's having a live Halloween party on the 30th. And then, and I still have not got the invitations together. I have the go ahead. It's official. The network is having a Halloween party. I believe it's during Sean. My brain always goes think of things, but Sean's regular spot on Tuesday night. So that's going to be the network Halloween party from, I believe it's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Monday night, I will know for sure, I promise. And there'll be things posted all over social media as well. So we're going to get as many hosts as we can. We used to do panel shows on the network. It is so much fun. So make sure you dress up, grab your beverages, favorite snacks, because we'll be doing the same. And we're going to be talking all things scary and spooky. It's going to be a lot of fun shall we call everybody out here we got lots of peeps in the chat here yeah well mostly it's 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 me i <laughs> know i love you well no i i'm there we got howie he's tipping his hat he says evening all and whoops i scooted along here too fast he says i am a fan dedicated i am yes you are and i'm going to give howie a shout out because he has the amazing rift nation network make sure you check it out he's got multiple shows and hosts on his network um david and i have been on howie's own show the orion effect and i've been thinking about this spirit's been nagging at me howie we've talked about it in the past but i need to have you at least on my show for sure because you have never been on there yet yeah you always support us so we're gonna have to have you on we'll see what happens maybe with halloween we'll figure maybe post halloween but we'll figure something out you are right david you are in here you are all in the chat here. I see you. We've got yeah, Dem Rogers. I'm going to give her a huge shout out. I met her because you guys know I follow true crime and I'm going to give my favorite channels a shout out. I always do. First of all, there's Grizzly True Crime with Gisela Kay. She's from South Africa and she broadcasts out through the Netherlands. I think she's been one of the fastest growing true crime channels out there. Uh, she started very sadly with the sad case, uh, not that 
it's sad that she started, but the sad case of Gabby Petito. And she is well on her way. I, I don't even know what her numbers are, but massive. She's been on TV. She's been all over. Reason why we love her. Uh, she focuses on the victims and the families. There's no drama in the chat and she sticks to facts. Uh, she breaks things down, legal documents, you name it. That girl spends hours and she's so dedicated. So be sure to check her out. Secondly, and Dem Rogers is over there as well. We've got to know each other in the chat. I love Surviving the Survivor and it's hosted by Joel Waldman. He has his mom. She made her triumphant return last night, almost 80. I think she is 84 years old now. I think she said her birthday is in August. This lady sharp as a tack. She is a Holocaust survivor and people love her. Joel gets a little sassy with his mom sometimes, but his hashtag is best uh, guests in true crime. And he definitely has them. So please be sure to check these out because you guys know, I always give Ellen Greenberg a shout out. Sorry, Dave. I know I'm yapping lots, but I got to do this. Um, this family really needs your help. The, uh, Ellen died over 11 years ago and her death was labeled an unaliving by her own hand. Now, anybody who takes, you don't have to be a true crime follower, you take a quick look at this case and there's something very rotten and wrong about this. And they, like I said, there is no way this poor lady died by her own hand. She received 20 stab wounds, 10 in the front, 10 in the back, and I mean, upper back and into mid chest. I don't, as being an RN, I can tell you, I've never run into somebody unaliving themselves by their own hand by stabbing, especially, and this is the part I focus on because I think it is so important. This lady sustained two of the deepest and worst wounds to the back of her scalp after she died. Now, unless, I don't know, Dave, I know we talk all things paranormal, but I can't see that happening. So the reason why I mention this is her parents, Josh, and Sandy, they're getting it. They're elderly. This was their only child. And they have been fighting tooth and nail for the past 11 years to get the cause of death, I would say, removed. And the case reopened would be the best case scenario. But at least <coughs> they would be willing to accept um, cause unknown. And there are a lot of crooked things going on with this. And so if you want to check it out, please do. They need your help. This happened in Philadelphia. You can check out gavinfish.com. Surviving the Survivor has um, covered this. Gisela K from Grizzly True Crime has a whole file on it. Check it out because this family spent over half a million dollars trying to, you know, get the get some justice for their daughter. And you can't blame them. Thanks, Dave, for allowing me a few minutes to talk about oh, that. You're good. You're good. You're good. Hi, Brandy. When the other people, do you want to say hi? I've been talking too much here. So let me highlight. We've got Nicole. Nicole. Uh, hi, Sandra. And Sandra. We got Brandy Reader. Brandy. I saw a name in here. I wanted to call out. I went too high. Um, we got Heather Cooper. There was a Sylvia. That's it. Sylvia H. Hi. Welcome. Did I miss anybody, Dave? You, you're faster. No, I think you got everybody. If I missed you, let us no know. Problem. And like Dem Rogers says, yes, that case is so sad. And no, we're not talking about Alan tonight, but I, Dem Rogers, you're not always here at the beginning. And I appreciate you being here because I know Surviving the Survivor is live right now. So I really appreciate you being here. But um, I always mention Alan at the beginning of both my shows. 
because my heart breaks for anybody that's a victim of crime, but especially this family. It, it is just so wrong what's going on and it needs it needs a spotlight shone on it. Not that I'm going to be the only or we're going to be the only ones um, shining that light, but we need to. Yeah. So. Oh, that's what she said, Dem Rogers. I'm sorry, I misunderstood you. She said, I meant now, not tonight. Yes, I was definitely talking about Ellen Greenberg. Definitely. So, Dave, where okay. are we going with tonight? I have a ton of videos. Oh, my gosh. Well, we can do the videos. I wanted to start out with something, and, and, and because I had, and I don't know why I didn't do the research on it, but you, we're going to do some trail cam footage and, and talk about That's what the videos are. Yeah, that, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. But I, I sent you another one. I don't know if you want to play it. The last one I did it, it was one on the rake. And there's a rake in the ones I did. I've done the research on the rake, and mm -hmm. I'm very sad and sorry to tell you I was not happy with the research. But the video that I sent you, I already debunked that video as they showed it. And they said, This is a real rake. It left no footprints in the snow. It was CGI. It was easy to debunk. That The one I showed you, the one I sent you. That was easy to debunk. Um, okay, but, but where did you find that the rake was? Because I think that this is the question. That's, that's what I have. I did all the research. I was doing research on it, but just because I did research, do your own research on these things. But I was curious about where it came from because I have never, ever, ever heard a story or anything about it before the rake started happening. I never heard about it. And I, I'm one of those guys that I... As a kid, I loved ghosts and monsters and all that. But this creature first gained popularity in 2005 um, when a user on the 4chan board X Paranormal posted a thread about it. The thread asked users to create a new paranormal entity, and the concept of the rake was born from the collective brainstorming of this community. The name itself is most likely refers to the creature's long claw-like hands. Um, and then an incident in 2006 and creepypasta made it real popular because a family had saw the drawings or, or anything and they have a big elaborate story about a camping thing and all this stuff gone wrong. So it was put on a few YouTube things and that's what brought up the popularity of it. Now, um, I will say and a few independent films brought more popularity, but even as this states, um, it's important to note that the rake is a fictional creation is not based on any actual folklore or mythology. I was going to say, I couldn't find any anywhere, but something Laura Lee and I talk about, which I have to put out there, not that I'm trying to defend it. If it's not real, it's not real. But like they just said, a collective of people came up with a drawing and started adding stuff to it and started talking about it all the time. And then people started making more stories about it, showing pictures of it. When this happens, it's very possible that something called a talpa can be formed. So, which means that <clears throat> for me, the rake then, if, if all that is true, the rake is a talpa. That's what I um, think. Yeah, is a talpa. That's what I think too. So if people may be seeing something, so I can't, I'm not going to sit here and I am never, <laughs> I can't deny that people do stuff because I see some crazy stuff. So I can't sit here and be the guy who's going to go, well, okay, so I watched your video. Is real. But yeah, I but I like, I like the rake videos because some of them, some of them are really actually entertaining and some of them kind of make me go, hmm. But the one I showed you, I debunked right away in that trail cam footage. No, I'm going to argue with you because I downloaded that one. Just oh, just did you? Show. Yeah, just so we can do it. People love them. But, I mean, I could be wrong too, but on that particular no, no, one. No, no, no. Okay, so we're assuming. 
okay, if this is a talpa, and if, if we know what a talpa is, it's a collection of energy. Everything is energy, yeah. right? So with beliefs, with talking about it, drawing it, you know, the whole bit, it can actually take a physical form. form. So we yeah. are assuming, and we will show this video. I have a shorter clip of it because it's going viral, it looks like. On and we will say that, guys. That's the number one word Laura Lee just said. Laura Lee and I are assuming. Okay, but we're assuming that this is a warm-blooded actual physical entity what if it's not what if it's cold-blooded what if some of its characteristics even if it is a talpa that it leaves no footprints to add to the creepy factor right like we don't know we're assuming well they were making falling. the way they made that when we watch it the way they made it out to be in the backstory because i watched the longer video of it there's a longer video of it too. You know I've what? I have found though, like I have so many videos downloaded that we haven't even got to. And it astounds me and blows my mind that it is worse than telephone. We'll listen to it. The one I yeah. have is shorter because I have seen the same clip 20 times from 20 people uploading right? it and it's got a different backstory with every every oh i know it sure yeah. does and it makes it more confusing so for all you people out there who are like like us i love monsters i really do i i i'm a big monster whether they're real or not i've just That's always right. loved the monsters i've always felt bad for most of the monsters i was probably the guy who cried when the monster in cloverfield got killed you know, when, he, when they were shooting him, I'm like, oh, leave him alone. He doesn't know what he's doing. You know, I can't. So what? He destroyed New York. He's cool. Um, but you know what I mean? But I love. This, where you sent me I this to like Huh? Yeah. I don't, I don't know about YouTube. I can try playing it. We'll try playing it. But you, it's, that's, see, what I do is I download the videos. So I'll. Well, oh, yeah, how, yeah, how is that? So, like Slenderman. I, th um, I think Slenderman. Oh, hold on. I think Slenderman actually is more of a real thing than the rake. I actually think Slenderman is. I don't. I don't. I think it's a product. I think Slenderman has been. There are stories of Slenderman that go way back. So, well, I guess in that way, I think the stories of Slenderman, because it actually comes Yeah, but a rake and the Slenderman, they huh? look similar because as we, under, I've similar. understood it with the research <laughs> I've done on Slenderman, okay, is that it started with a creepy pasta. So did it or didn't it, right? No, Slenderman's way before creepypasta. I, I have Slenderman's not seen that in the research. Yeah. I've not seen that. Yeah, in Slender research, Man, so I knew Slenderman back from, gosh, I was real young, probably like 15, 20 years ago, even longer than that. Yeah, it wasn't recent, Slenderman. wasn't recent. Yeah. It started, no, I was, was it, it wasn't 94, but it was early. It was late night. Uh, oh, yeah. It's even before that. Slenderman, there were stories about Slenderman back in the 80s when I was younger. You're gonna yeah. have to share some stuff with me because yeah, yeah I got some I got some cool stuff about it. Um, and but. the rake, where I have seen a lot of rake stuff, and there's a lot of videos. Now, is it a rake though? There's another one. There's a screenshot of the most creepiest face again, looking like a rake, usually creeping around in the woods. Same thing, South America. 
always. Have you seen that video where the guy oh, yeah, I hear crawling on his roof and it's like, and you hear click, 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 pound, 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 pound. And then he catches it and it's huge. It's naked, flesh colored, but its head is not round. It's kind of longer. And that was what they were calling the rake. So, yeah. Well, you know what? I got what you mean because of the fact that, you know what I did notice? Mm -hmm. see if Whenever I somebody comes up with a rake video, they some of them all look similar, and then some of them will look nothing like it, and they always are always looking different. That's not consistent in what it looks like. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the um, the Windigo is isn't the Windigo is more consistent, uh, and that actually comes from um, American Native. Indian. Native legend and lore. Yeah, Native but legend. it gets twisted too. With it does. Walker. Yeah. And everybody, every paranormal oh. team is out there, seems to be looking for the skinwalker, finding the skinwalker. But what I listen to, no, I can't vouch for the validity of these stories. But when I'm doing resin and stuff like that, I'll put on it's Lilith Dread. Or the first, uh, I don't know if they're partners or what they are, but Donovan Dread, And they write in, people write in stories, and they're starting to show a few pictures. Now, the pictures that they put as a thumbnail, they're fake. They're fake the house, like fake. Yeah. But, um, they, they share stories people send in that they don't even know what they've encountered, but you can tell by the sounds that they talk about or the color of the eyes or what it looks like. Like it really paints a picture in your mind. Now, do people really send these stories in? I think they might have, because they're pretty they original. Might. They might. Some people yes. might send them in. The, uh, Heather asks, isn't the skinwalker the same as the Wendigo? Well, it just depends on who Some, you're talking. Yeah, it does. It really depends. That's absolutely correct. When you when you look it up, I've come up with different things when I looked it up. Although I can tell you this, I for one am really bored with the the skinwalker videos now because everyone is somebody. It's hollering like a baby. It's calling my name. It's a skinwalker. Blah 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 blah. But I don't think they've ever looked up the origin of what a skinwalker. is is back with the folklore yeah huh i found it. it so i don't have to play youtube i don't want to play youtube if we don't have to because they're going to give us a hard time hang on ah. it's the same video dave but it's just a shorter clip that's okay let's, let's give it a watch and, and then see if, what happens okay i'm trying to find it i just found it well, you were taught we were talking here okay where did i find it below the red videos hang on i'm finding it guys i have so many videos i sent myself okay below the red videos okay did we find it? Give me one sec. Trail cam catchers. Now they're calling this a humanoid. They're not calling it. Hang on. I gotta uh, upload it here, guys. Give me a sec. They're calling this a humanoid. They're not calling it the rake. Right? So that's why. Oh, why are you not in there? Did you stop? Hang on, guys. It stopped playing here. I got to upload it again. Uh, share screen. Yeah, they're calling it a humanoid looking thing. They're not calling it. Um, which is weird, right? Like, why are you guys? Well, that's actually smart so of them I'm... to do that. Yeah, but what I'm saying, right, it goes back to exactly. So this video is going viral. I seen it about 10 times as I was searching for videos. I just went to TikTok because they're fast, they're quick, and I can download them. And um, everybody was calling it a different thing. Everybody had a different story. I think humanoid is a better term for it. 
but hang on, let's get this plane here. I want to get it on the screen. Hang on, I gotta take my glasses off. Oh, oh, here we go. Howie's got all kinds of information for us here. I'm gonna go back. We'll get back to that after we play the rake here. Oh, hi, Sandra. I didn't, or not Sandra. I did say hi to Sandra. I know you did to book yeah. from us, but I wanted to say hi to Jonathan. That's who I wanted to say hello to. Jonathan Keithworth is here. So hang on, we're gonna add it. It's on there, good. Okay, so what I do guys is I'll start it and then I gotta make it bigger. So, cause it's not very big and you won't see much of the beginning. This is caught on a trail cam. I think they slow it down. Is that the one I sent you? No, it's the same one. This thing's going viral. That's why I grabbed it though, because I downloaded it so they won't make it as much of a yeah. problem trying to. Yours is better though. I've got another one though that shows it too. Um, because they slowed it down. I knew what you were talking about from a little bit of a different angle from, so you, but you still can't really tell if there's footprints or not, but it's not leaving anything in the snow. You can tell. So, yeah. but this thing's going viral right now. The other thing yeah, that kind of bothered going me. Viral. Hang on, I got to make it smaller. The other thing that kind yeah. of bothered me for the trail okay. cam, there's literally no bugs going by when he walks by. That I'm saying, there's no bugs, Does that no look snow. Like winter to you? Hi, Liam Morgan. Welcome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was it looking at like uh, to me. Like you, it, uh, how he had put in here, but the Wendigo. The Wendigo is a creature from the mythology of the eloquent people, that a, a tribe, whatever. I can't pronounce it correctly. Um, it's the Wendigo is often associated with cannibalism, greed, and excess. It is typically depicted as a monstrous humanoid and skeletal, ice-covered body. That's that one. Now the Skinwalker. Or ye dottle douchey, you got it in there. I can't say it. Pardon me if anybody speaks that language. I am so sorry that I'm butchering it uh, because I suck as far as that goes. Um, the skinwalker comes from Navajo folklore. Skinwalkers are said to be skinwalkers are said to be witches. Um, or they say, uh, wait, hold on a minute. Uh, said to be witches or shapeshifters who can transform into animals, often with the intent of causing harm to others. They are feared and rarely discussed. There is nothing, I don't know, the only people I believe that I don't, I've never read anything back from um, uh, skinwalkers that they, they mimic humans. Um, to me, that's not what a skinwalker was. Skinwalkers, even back in the late seventies and eighties, when we used to watch the movies, they they usually referred to werewolves as skinwalkers because they would turn into they would go from a man to turn into a wolf. So they would label them skinwalker. I don't know what I don't know what the actual because, like Laura Lee says, and I agree, all these things are a big game of telephone. So we are going to get all kinds of stuff, and we just got to take what resonates with us. But, but I don't know the the that one that you just showed. I mean, as as fun as it is, the, there's the one I watched. I blew it up. I did it, and there's just too much in it that points to I'm not sure. You know. Thank you, Liam. Liam says I'm looking fierce in the hat. I'm going back to my hat. So I used to wear hats all the time. 
Um, and Howie says, agreed, Dave. That's what I remember. Yeah, so that's, okay. you guys yeah. know, I love Supernatural. I, that's my one guilty pleasure TV show and the scariest episode still when I watch it, I think it's the second or third of the first season and they're out in the woods and they're chasing a Wendigo. And the reason why it's so creepy is I live in Canada. Dave could, could vouch for this because you grew up in Wisconsin. Yep. So it's very similar. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. Very in, what is, in, yeah. Right? Like what it's like with all that foliage and every noise at night oh my lord is it creepy and scary right it is it can be creepy in in wisconsin where i grew up in muskego and all that we had a place called haunchyville which okay. i think i mentioned before but they found all these decrepit small houses and all this stuff in the middle of nowhere in the woods like and, little people uh, houses yes like, yeah. i'm not and the Lord, human little people but little people mythical little little people from no me. like well well who knows at this point because the part of the lore one of the lores goes that there was a gentleman who had a circus and these oh, are the okay. these are the um abnormal or the freaks however you want to call it i hate to call them freaks unless that's what they want to be called but i don't want to I don't want to make anybody feel bad or disrespect anyone, but the, the lore is these little people live out there and mm -hmm. they literally, uh, when people come into their place, they, they abduct them. Um, so, and I don't know, I have tried to find it and I got close to it, but I couldn't find it. We did see some of the houses that are along the way outside of it. And that looked like now people said, they lived in these little houses. Now, when I went by and they looked at the little houses that people say they lived in, I'm going to, I tell you, um, I have to say, now that was crap because they were actual dog houses in the woods. They were dog houses and that's what they were. But somebody had said little people lived in them. Now there are some really creepy old buildings that are decrepitated in there and they're of weird size and all that. I wouldn't go near that. And then we had the witch's house in Milwaukee. Um, she had all these statues in her yard and people said they were statues of her, of her husband and her son who died in Lake Michigan during a storm and during a winter storm or something like that when they were out on the water. And she put cheese in the mouths of the statues, like as something like she was feeding them or something. But a lot of that was misconstrued. If you see the house, it is really creepy, but it's absolutely beautiful. I would live there in a second. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. Well, the reason I brought up the little people and my partner used to have a show on the network here. And he had found somebody because where we live in Thunder Bay mm -hmm. in Northwestern Ontario, I always tell people right on Lake Superior, the biggest of the great lakes in North America that we share with our brothers and sisters in the U.S., and you have to come through my city if you're going east to west and vice versa, or you don't want to go through the states because you can't go through the lakes. You have to drive around them. So you mm -hmm. want to go to southern Ontario. And we have everything you could possibly think of reported in this area. And I'm not saying we're so unique because I'm 45 minutes, well, 35, 45 minutes away from Minnesota border. And um, I would, I, I've heard so much coming out of those areas as well. And Wisconsin, all these mm -hmm. Northern, Northern U S states. Now, um, anyways, the reason I mention it, my partner Dell had located or connected with somebody that had a YouTube channel that was from Alaska because he had heard, 
he's my partner is Métis. I've just recently discovered that I have Métis in me as well. I'd always thought I was one level below. For people who may not know what that is, it's First Nations um, bladder heritage mixed with another heritage. And um, this gentleman, like I guess the people that used to live next door to us, because we're in townhouses now, um, they were First Nation and they were talking about little people. And we go, yeah, well, that's a respectful term to use for people. And they go, no, 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 no. They said, we have a legend of the little people and like never to whistle in the woods and the whole bit. So he really dug deep into it, talked to this. And I mean, it goes up as high as Alaska, up that far, that north. And they were talking about all this, depending on what your cultural heritage is. Around this area, we have a lot of Ojibwe. And there was a lot of warring with the Cree. So there's a lot of legend around the legend of Nana. It's called Nana Bijou or Gichigumi, which is a sleeping giant. It's about 10 minutes away from my house. Looks like a sleeping giant. There is in the lake. So it would be about an hour away because the mountain's huge called Rossport and one of the world's un, largest untouched silver mines that is said to be, there's a legend behind uh, Gichigumi or Nanabiju. And anybody that tries to access the mine dies. And that is not rumor. It's been, there's, you can go back through history and look at it. I have. And then on the south side of the city, we have uh, Kekabeka Falls, which is called Little Niagara of the North. Mm -hmm. and it has to the, it these two stories are connected one of these nights i'll go over it i've done shows on it before but my, the reason i mention it is so there's little people there's bigfoot there's ufos there is so much paranormal i've talked to people who have come through the city that do the paranormal have said the same thing i'm not sure if it has to do with the first nations um heritage and belief systems or what but i will tell you Nukes Top 5, you guys know I love that channel. I have been getting into Bizarre Bub a bit too. Same, both these channels, people send in videos of the paranormal and the unusual and strange caught on camera. And this was in Alberta, Canada. So it's up, it's out west. I haven't even been out that far west because Canada is so huge, like the U.S. And um, it, you could tell these people were First Nation and it was nighttime and it looked like they had an ornamental teepee, if you will, like a dwelling mm -hmm. that they would use back in the day before houses and what have you. And something kept poking its head out and they would see it. And then the minute they turned the light on, it would it would pop back and then it would pop back in. I don't know. Have you heard about this too, Dave, with little people? No, that's, that's interesting though. That's why I was yeah. asking you little people and I was trying to say sorry. I have a bit of a delay, you guys, because little people is a respectful term. Yeah, I know little people is a respectful, mm -hmm. but I didn't want to call. I didn't want to make it out like the haunchy people were little people. Like I didn't want to. Yeah, now, the weirdest thing there that I have seen in the woods, and I will never, yeah. ever, ever forget it, is me yeah. and a friend of mine, Bob we had left somebody's house. We were driving up to the cabin in Wisconsin and in Wisconsin where we were, it was, um, I can't remember if it was called Marshfield. I can't remember. We were in literally the middle of nowhere. I mean, and in Wisconsin is scary enough. Cause that's where like yeah. the people, the people. Yeah. Look at the serial killers. They came out of Wisconsin. They literally tear people's Jeffrey skin Dahmer. off. Yeah, yeah, Gein, yeah, Gein, all those people. Oh, my God. In the woods. Oh, was that Gein there, too? I forgot. Yes. That's right. And so was um, one more, too. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. Um, but I saw um, 
we were driving, and if you've driven in the snow, obviously, Laura Lee, but if anybody's watching, if you're ever driving through the snow and, and it's like super dark in the middle of street lamps, you just see all the little snow coming at you with your headlights and it's really heavy. I was in the passenger seat and he was in the driver's seat. As we're driving, this huge like ball of light came like straight towards the car and it like literally made us both go like this. And it came right up to the hood and then it went off to the side of the car and it just kind of with us for a second and then took off. To this day, I remember we both sat there and and he stopped the car real quick because we stopped. We were so scared. I'm like, what was that? He goes, I don't know. I'm like, was it an owl? You know, I, even back then, I'm like, I'm trying to find what yeah. it is. Maybe it was an owl. I don't know. Yeah. You know. But it, no, it wasn't an owl. Owls don't glow like that. But to this day, I don't know what that was. That's but creepy. I will never forget it, though. I will never forget Want to hear a positive, creepy mm. snow story? Want to hear Yeah. One? Okay. So I, when I hurt my back, I was a visiting nurse and I used to go out to, you know, I had an area in the city and I had a lot of the rural community. And I was five, I was about six months, no, five months pregnant with my first son. And I was whipping along this back highway road because, I mean, they didn't give you travel time. And you had like sometimes 13 people to go see. And I had to get to an intravenous in the home. So I'm whipping along this road. I'm in the middle of BF nowhere. And it's so bright. Like you can hardly see. That's the other thing with snow. If you've never no, seen no. it, it's like diamonds flashing at you. There was no signs. I don't know how I did it, whether it was pregnancy brain or not. Uh, there was no stop signs or anything as I'm driving. There was a crossroads I should have turned to. No signs, nothing. What do I do? Drive right down into an embankment. My car is like this. I had no cell service. I bought my own cell at that time, thank God, because they never gave us cell phones. And I'm going, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I open the door. Remember, I'm pregnant and I went through hell and back to get pregnant with infertility and you name it. Not that any child is important when, when you're pregnant, especially. I try to get the door open. As I go to try to stand up, the window, the snow has gone up to the window. It's that high. So I close the door and I'm going, oh my God, what's going to happen? Like, am I going to freeze to death? Like, I really don't know what to do. I don't even know if I can get up this embankment and where would I go to? I'm in the middle of nowhere. Like, where would I walk? So the only thing I can think to do is sit in the car. I'm not getting religious on people here, but I prayed. And I kept hearing at this time, I didn't, I didn't know that I was connected to spirit the way I know now. And I kept hearing, turn your car on, back it up. And I'm, I'm, I'm arguing. We all do this when we hear spirit. We're clear audience, right? And I'm arguing in my head. This isn't going to work. I'm going to get deeper stuck. I'm going to get deeper stuck. And I hear up hearing, turn your car on, put it in reverse and back up. And remember, I'm like, probably like this in deepest snow ever, no winter tires. I did it. I kid you people not. It was like something was at the front of my car, just pushed it right up the embankment. And I came out without a scratch, without anything. I've got goosebumps right now telling you this story. To this day, if you don't believe in a higher power or angels or what, or your guides, because I should have froze to death and never gotten out of there. And it was like, nothing happened. <laughs> don't, you love, don't you love that? That's mm -hmm. such remarkable. I do. You know, he said something about 
I was just looking up the death finger. Okay, because Howie says this. I want to read this because he goes, I'm going to be, how, um, he's going, I'm not, I'm basically I'm going to be quiet because he's going to lead us down a path. You know, you guys know we're very audience directed. So you guys, we go where you want. Should we, so let's read Howie's question. Do you want to read or comment? And then you can explain it. Wait, well, I, I, I tried to look it up. There's literally no forklore. No fork okay, but we need to read it for people listening. So I yeah. will. You're um, at the same it's, here in Virginia from the Powhatan tribe, or it's the myth, It's or it's a myth. It's called Death Finger. And I'll get to your comment, Liam. Yeah, the tribe is the tribe is real. I know that. The tribe is real. That's real. Those are, that's real. But I'm trying to look up a Death Finger in the tribe. Is it called something else, possibly? Probably in a native name. Yeah, it, probably in a native name. I think that's the translation, Death Finger. I'm going to look it up right now in a different search engine I use often. No, it may work, it may not. For those of you that may want to try it, sometimes they can get all kinds of stuff on. It's called you. I asked my, I asked my 4D uh, AI. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, I use you, you.com. What is the Death Finger? Is it Death Finger? Legend, I'll say legend of the, sorry guys, I'm typing this in as we're going, Powhatan tribe. Okay, let's see what comes up. And it may be one of those things that it's not meant to be talked about people that aren't within that culture too. I've seen that happen. Oh yeah, yeah, it might be just within the culture and, and not in mainstream. Because I think, now how many people who are watching right now? I have something. What did Go you ahead. get? Okay, uh, the Death Finger legend is not a well-known or widely documented legend of the Powhatan tribe. It does not. Okay, so it's not saying it's prominent or significant. Um, no. Hang on, I'm going to go because there's there's a whole bunch of stuff. It says um, I got that same thing. Yeah. Okay, so you got almost that same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're going to say the same thing. But let's keep going through the. I'm going to keep going through because it gave me a bunch of. Um, yeah, they keep saying it's mythical, but I don't. You know what? It may not be mythical. It may be one of those things that us known no. as the, not being racist here, but the white people that we're not meant to know about this. Yeah, well, it does say here, which it, which I do agree, a lot of Native American tribes and the Powhatan and all that, a lot of stories are passed down orally. So they don't need mm -hmm. to be in the limelight. Their stories, they know what the stories are. They believe the stories. They know what stories are true and what's not true. Um, but it was... It was really quite, it was really, what is the death finger? Agree. What is the death finger, Howie? I want to go down the death finger rabbit hole. Or the finger hole. <laughs> what if there was like, um, Yo, you know, now I was curious, until we find out, here's what I was curious about. How many of you people have um, heard of mythical monsters and lore that have to do with the snow besides Yeti? Does anybody have anything? Because I was wondering. Um, oh my gosh, we got tons. Uh, what do you mean? What's you up, people? Beard? Yeah, oh. has any, have have anybody have anybody heard of any mythical snow snow monsters? You monsters? To see a bomb and a mole. 
was the same. The as abominable. The, yeah, the same. Um, we could go all Christmas. <laughs> yeah, oh, Krampus. I love Krampus. I mean, oh. I, I you're talking about Krampus. I okay, love Krampus. speaking of that, I have bought this for Christmas. It came. I showed Dave. I sent a picture, but I didn't wear it because it's not hot or cold enough. This is my Halloweeny ugly Christmas Krampus sweater. I don't celebrate Krampus, but it's got Krampus stuff on it. <laughs> um, I, I should be. I should be doing some kind of Krampusy thing. I am German. Doesn't it come from Germany? I is think it, it does. Yeah. I was telling you in one of my messages. I have a friend from Austria. I don't know how he found me. And he is a paranormal investigator, but he speaks Austrian, English, and German. And he he sent me a video. It was after Christmas last year, and he was telling me what Krampus really is versus what we believe it to be over here in North America, right? And then he got all the Krampuses to say hi to me. I'm not German, but I am named after German mythology, the Lorelei's or the Sirens. And so he calls me that Lorelei instead of Lorelei. And uh, it was really cool because all these guys were all saying hello in German, but to Lorelei. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I watched the Krampus film. I, I enjoyed it. If it, there's a couple of them, but I like the one that was came out a few years ago. Um, so how he had put up with the death finger is okay. Well, let, okay, don't let's not forget Liam's comments. And I know we got a whole bunch below. Oh, guys. let's do okay. Well, let's do Liam's comment and then we'll move on. Yeah, because um, it'll it'll still go with Howie. So you want to read it? Yeah. Sure. Liam asks, as a child, when I would visit family in the rural mountains of West Virginia out in the middle of nowhere, it was very spooky at night. Lots of old abandoned shacks. The, he, that was the comment that was referencing when I was talking about the little people mm -hmm. in the woods in Wisconsin who had the little houses. Because it's when I see sh little shacks like in a certain order, if, if you can't, I mean, you should be able to go to the historical society in any city mm -hmm. and look it up. And there's some historical societies that they go, oh, we don't have anything on that. And it's like, well, you know, those are out in the woods. There's nothing out in the woods. Yes, there is. I mean, I've come across that before. That well, we have a pioneer village. I was just thinking of that since you said the historical society. Mm -hmm. I've brought the kids with their classes there in the daytime, but it is notoriously haunted. Like, and it is out in the woods kind of, but it's a... It's set up. There's a bunch of buildings and old equipment and stuff. So Howie says, going to hush. That's the message I was looking for. Not going to, don't want to take y'all down a rabbit hole this episode. That's where I was referencing. Yes, we do want your comments. Yes. So um, this was important. Okay. So that's what made me think that this maybe was a First Nations legend that wasn't meant to be shared with the public. So Howie says, my father was close friends with Chief Castellau and passed it to him. So that's how he heard ah, about it. There we go. Okay, so, so yeah, it is orally as it is orally as the uh, data go. suggests. I gotcha. You want to read that? Oh yeah. So the death finger was a legend of a little woman who had come take children away at the dead of the night. Oh my God. I do the same thing um, from their family. She would take them in some places, someplace never found. No, I don't take children. I'm kidding. Um, that's creepy though. Those little stories. If you're a kid and an elder tells you go to sleep or the death finger might come and kill no! you. Oh no, no, no. I don't want that. My parents, Listen, my parents, because I grew up with, like, as a four and five years old, I was calling my parents upstairs all the time going, there's something in the attic, there's something in this. So I was hearing stuff. There was nothing anybody could threaten me with. I mean, what are they going to say to me? 
David, if you don't go to sleep, the boogeyman's going to get you. I'm like, he's been here for like six weeks and he hasn't said a damn word to me, you know? So, so nothing would scare me on that thing, but well, that's, that would, if I was there and, and you said it was in a hut, if I was in there and there's like, I was in a hut and some, I heard nails on it. I'd be like, all right, I'm off to sleep. Going to sleep. I believe it to be true. Okay. But I know that talking with quite a few different first nations people that sometimes, yes, it would be passed down from generation to generation, something like that happened. But also sometimes it was to keep their children safe too. So they wouldn't go out into the woods on their own because there are many yeah. dangers out there. Um, so hard to say. Now, Liam says there was a great Krampus film, but I believe you. So thanks for sharing that, Howie, because like I said, Dave and I both looked. We know not to use Google because, I mean, it's a great search engine for some things, but we're probably not going to find yeah, anything. Yeah, not much on Google. Hi, Susie Jones. She just got now, here. Liam has said mom and dad saw UFOs in these mountains hovering. UFOs now in the woods. I will tell you. I think there are more UFO sightings in the woods than there are. I have a trail cam that caught something that I don't oh, know. Oh, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. I went and tried to get a wide variety of things caught on trail cams, not just one thing. And this one, I'm looking at it because it was in Canada, I believe in Ontario, the province I live in. And it looks like this little critter is going along in the snow. And I'm thinking, that ain't no cryptid or any that isn't any cryptid that's like a beaver or something yeah. and then i noticed in the i think it's the right at it'll be the right hand corner it's not very long i'm not saying it's it? oh cool 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 so hang on we'll find it Let's i did just want to cut because i when we were talking about this i thought oh this is a great idea why don't we do this i went too high up here i think this is the one hang on hopefully it is guys give me a I'm going to use a death finger on my cats because yep. Liam said, I'm going to use a death Are finger you? next time I babysit. I'm going to tell my cats, cats, you, I you calm down or death paw will come get you. Yeah. This, the you death paw it? will come get you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Good. No, my, this yeah. is from Slapped Ham. Another really good channel people send in. He gets videos that people have posted and what have you. I never threatened my children like that. I never had to. Yeah, my parents so, never did either. They just yeah, you take have nice bed. parents. I know yeah. they never. From what you told me, they've never. They would never. No, do in fact, in fact, it's the other way around. I'm the one who would scare my parents. You would too. Yeah, let's yeah, make sure we're there. Yeah. I gotta add it. I knew I did. I knew I forgot something. Oh, well, we go. got so many great comments here. Hang on, everybody. You know what I should remember to do before I start it? We're at the one hour mark. If you guys are just tuning in, you're listening to the thing at the foot of the bed. I am one of your hosts, Laura Lee Potvin, and my amazing, wonderful co-host and friend David Hansel is my co-host this evening with both of us doing this show together. And uh, yeah, just wanted to remind you of that. And if you're just tuning in, we are talking all things spooky and scary because we are getting close to the big day, October 30th first Halloween. So we're looking at trail cam uh, footage, different, strange, unusual things that have been caught. And uh, the other thing I'm going to put out there, I always forget to say this. If you guys have something and you want us to try and play it, um, you can send them to us on Facebook Messenger or whatever uh, during the show. I know other people have done it. Afterwards, we'll tell you how to get a hold of us, right, Dave? But that yeah, way, we'll tell you how to get a hold of us if you want to send us anything. And that includes, I'll give you an email address. You can send anything to me. Um, well, just about anything. Okay, hang on. Um, I'm gonna play when YouTuber.
and Vickers checked her trail camera in Caledon, Ontario. She noticed that it seemed to have inadvertently captured something rather... Right up her corner. Hopefully this is going to show. Oh, yeah, the lights. When YouTuber and Vickers... When YouTuber Ann Vickers checked her trail camera in Caledon, Ontario, she noticed that it seemed to have inadvertently captured something rather strange. Hard to see. When YouTuber Ann when YouTuber Ann Vickers checked her trail camera in Caledon, Ontario, she noticed that it seemed to have inadvertently. Sorry, guys. She noticed we, that we that blacked out on you. She noticed that it wouldn't. That's I saw it, and she noticed that a woodland creature brought a UFO with it. It brought something. It's hard to see, but it's a big bar. You know what? I, I, go ahead. I saw it. You know what my you know what my conclusion is? What? I don't have one because you can't say it's you can't say it's real and you can't say it's not real. Liam says he's you can't. It's, I, okay. I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty good, actually. It didn't look it too fake. Yeah, okay, so, I thought it was pretty good. Okay, so Liam says he's going to use the deaf finger next time uh, he babysits. <laughs> That's what we were talking about before, yeah. Well, it depends. I caught something. There was one video I was going to save, and I thought, oh, we're not wasting our time. Like, the minute I saw it, it was supposed to be paranormal activity caught on camera. So you tell me, folks, if you do this, maybe I'm odd. I don't know. This girl walks in in all her clothes in front of her bed, and she stands there. Then she just kind of goes right into the bed. One sheet on the bed. Nothing else except, like, a covering sheet, like the fitted sheet, right? And she whips it over herself, and she's immediately asleep. Next thing you know, the video fast forwards, and the notorious closet door swings open. Of course. Wait. Every classic freaking fake paranormal thing. Then, um, and they're claiming this is real. Then uh, something comes out of the closet. You don't really see it. Just a little bit of a shadow. And it grabs the corner of the one sheet and it yanks it off. It comes up over top like it's a ghost. Takes one step and it goes poof to the floor. Then she's rolling in whatever video fast forwards and she's laying on her stomach, kind of spread eagle on the bed. And I'm going, okay. And remember, she has all her clothes on. Next thing you know, something invisible grabs her ankles, pulls her off the bed. She doesn't wake up until it starts to bring her into the closet, into the abyss of darkness. And she's screaming. I went, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, are you serious? Like, who is going to fall for this? I know, Dave, do you go to bed with all your clothes on with just one sheet on your bed, nothing else, like nothing? No, and you just I don't. That's that's absolutely crazy. I was, people, I, you know what? I was watching, I, I got to say, the worst place to watch to get your paranormal um, stuff <laughs> from that sucks is TikTok. Because I literally, I went, I one time, and I, I will never do it again. I went to the the paranormal TikTok side, which is funny because I love the paranormal. But I hate when young people try to fake stuff. And, and it goes against all what we know. And it's 
like you know how many kitchens I've seen with drawers opening now? It's like now when you see somebody goes, Oh, I went in my kitchen, all the drawers and cupboards are opening by themselves. Really? Because there's like 50,000 other people having the same exact problem as you. And it's like it's it's become not normal anymore. <coughs> no, Come this is so fake. Like I'm looking at this. I do go to TikTok, okay. There's certain channels I follow. And I do try to be discerning. And sometimes I like to show fake things because I think it helps yeah. us or those new to the paranormal or only been introduced, say, via TV to have a discerning eye to be able to discern what to look for, why it could possibly be fake. But tonight, yeah, we have that's, good that's what you do. Brandy, if Brandy's still on here, um, Billy was really good. Um, Billy and Star and they're paranormal investigators and I've, I've, that, that guy do, I can't do, okay. I can't one to any paranormal investigator, the person who sits and watches the footage and listens to it. Oh, uh, you have every bit of my respect. People because, don't know how long that takes. Oh my God. And what they have to do. I would go crazy if I had to look for that. And I'm so glad there's people out there that do that. Like I said, I have so much respect for those people um, because they take the time, they take the time and they go through it and they comb the evidence and they're really sure of it. I've seen some people, they'll get one EVP and go, Hey everybody, it said murder. Remember, listen, it says murder. And they'll say murder with it. And they'll keep saying murder until everybody goes, it is saying murder. And then they'll play it for somebody who didn't, they don't say anything to it. And they're like, I don't know. It's a grunt. Yeah. It's just like, where'd you get murder from? Mm -hmm. But so, uh, Lockbeard is here. We forgot to say hello. Hello, Lockbeard. And he's talking about the Yuki Ona, or in brackets, Snow Woman Chenu, man eating giant. Yum. And then, uh, please forgive me for pronunciation. It looks like Irjirak, or Irjirak, an Inuit shapeshifter. Very interesting. Uh, Nakolavi, he said, two headed evil centaur. Ooh, that would be. I can almost get down with that one. Okay, okay, the Mohaha, uh, Inuit version of a rake, maybe. Oh my God, tickles its victims to death. Now that sounds funny at first, but that is actually a torture. That would be a torture, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Dim Rogers, I think, I don't know if you knew this or not. Dave and I have a problem with gnomes. We love gnomes. Yeah, so we love like, gnomes. And the Barbara Ghazi, a gnome with long white beard, huge feet, skis on their feet, and tunnels in, in the snow interesting you can better believe if somebody has if somebody comes up and has a video and says we found this evil gnome in the woods and all that damn well it's like oh i'm gonna go be his friend because i love gnomes <laughs> i don't even care if they're evil hi evil gnome i, love What's up? I have evil gnome footage i have evil gnome footage oh, yeah. because i download a ton of videos because i do the producing for the show so i upload it just in case and then we but we pivot where you guys want to go we usually just start with something and we know that after doing this for well it's going it'll be a year before we know what this show right dave we podcast yeah, it forever do you, want to hear, do you want to hear a gnome thing so when i was little when I was a very young boy, and this is really, I, some of you who are older, like Howie, uh, I don't know, maybe Liam, me. maybe you, um, we're about the same. Maybe you. Maybe so you're the same when, age when, I was, when I was a very, very, when I was a very, very little boy, now I was, when I was like, 
right in first grade, fifth grade, I was drawing gnomes and stuff all over. I was drawing all kinds of little people. And it's funny because like my mom said, you didn't, you, I, we don't know where you even got that from. Cause I used to draw dragons too. I was like, I don't know. I just kind of know what they are. But anyway, it was the gnomes. And, and I used to argue with kids and saying, yeah, they're real, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, they'd make fun of me. And there, a certain song was written and came out. And I and I remember watching Saturday Night Live one night. And I, when I saw this video, I was like, oh, they know what gnomes are. It was a, it's a video called Cracker Box Palace. What was it called? Cracker Box Palace. Yeah, I've heard that song before. Poor yeah. Howie. Poor Howie. Poor uh, Marie. Oh. Can't even see him. Cracker Box Palace. Well, yeah, you're looking that up. He's saying uh, Cracker Box Palace. Okay. Well, you got to be careful if it's, is it a, we have a music license, but. We'll oh, I'm not going to play it. I'm not um, going to play it. Oh, okay. Dem Rogers, while you're waiting, you say, I am weird. I don't do TikTok. No, there are tons of people that don't do TikTok. There's lots of people, but you're missing out on me. So, you know, it's your problem. And I went <laughs> time last night on my own while I was waiting for Dave. And then I joined him. So you guys, if you want to see us, we really, David is much more better, but I discovered that actually it was very it was lucrative for me. Not that that would be the only reason for me to go live, actually, because I found out that actually, yeah, it was a fun thing to do. So we do go live on Wednesdays. Usually David is live there like all the time on TikTok. But we talk about this stuff. We do readings. We do all kinds of stuff like that. So but we'll tell you that at the end how to find us. So wait, I'm trying to. Um, oh, so how are we talking? Well, you're looking that up, Dave. He's George Harrison. Reviewing evidence, it is painstaking trust. Yes, and I have many friends as well, and Howie included, but I know when they bring out a team and what people don't realize, what you see on TV or whatever, right? And you see that the place is wired up with all these cameras. But guess what, folks? They got to go through each one member of the team or somebody has to go through painstakingly, sometimes frame by frame, each one of those cameras. It is hours and hours of reverse or i mean of review lots of coffee and sugar heather says that sounds like cheesy porn i i'm not sure what part that was but you'll i'm sure you'll you'll let me know heather or us um and you're talking about the paranormal evidence you still looking david did you find it no i got it i was gonna find um it's very interesting so i was it came out in 1976 okay liam said so. didn't dave have trouble gnomes in his home before yeah i have yeah they don't i have i have i have them around here all the time but they don't i mean it's not really trouble they cause funny things sometimes same age liam i'm yeah. 58 uh dem roger says i am older than all of you okay if you say so <laughs> you know cracker box pals came out in 1976 and when i saw it it was i think Saturday i've heard that song and in the song, it's George Harrison, and all these people are dressed up like gnomes. No, I didn't watch thing. that again. I don't like Yeah, you have to watch it. And the whole premise of the song, and right, the gnomes, it's supposed to be like a psychiatric hospital or something. And the gnomes are supposed to be people seeing things all the time. And when you're a little kid and you're seeing gnomes and know what gnomes are, and you're thinking, why are they saying that people who see gnomes are, are crazy? <laughs> you know? I tell you, you got to be careful with kids. Kids see a lot more than what adults think. And then they make then they make all kinds of weird stuff and they freak out the kids. Okay, so I was watching this video while I was looking for videos. 
and it wasn't in English. And this guy speaking of old buildings found in the woods was going with his dog one day. Um, I'm trying to remember what language he was speaking. Anyways, he went there, he found it, he filmed it. It was weird. It was strange. And he got a bad feeling. So what does he do? He goes back a couple days later and he films it. And this is where I like to yell at the, the screen because he's going in there and he's going, oh, in his language, like that was the English uh, subtitles. And he's going, stairs and the dog's booting all over the place. I'm going, dude, I think you're okay. The dog's happy. All of a sudden he finds a doorway and he goes in and the dog is whining and crying. Feet are planted not going in i'm yelling at the screen going dude listen to your dog because i always oh. tell people listen to your animals or your young children especially because i think all of them can see spirit <laughs> no they can't when when i was younger my cousin her name is pam she was yeah. with me when the plug came out of the wall and went back in and she didn't like to come over to my house to our house my cousin that's why i hung out with her as a little boy and we had this old 70s fireplace Hi, with, a little, with a little knob on the side and you turned it and it clicked and like the light came on and it had the fake fire in it. Well, she one day freaked the hell out because they were in this little room where that was the, the family room at the time. And it was quiet in there and they were all, I think they were watching Hee Haw or something. And as soon as I walked into the, now everybody had known that whatever I was in the house, there's all kinds of creepy stuff happening. It wasn't creepy to me really. It was a little scary at first, but got over it. But I walked in the room and that fireplace started going on, went on. That wasn't the scary part. The fireplace was on for a minute until my cousin Pam looks over and she goes, it's not plugged in. <laughs> and, 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 I ate and do you want to know something? If you ever seen, there's like five of us kids in there ranging from 14 to like six or seven. We, everybody ran out of that room. And it wasn't. Stuff like that happened in that house all the time. And I'll never forget that. That fireplace was working until she yelled, it's not plugged in. And it wasn't. It wasn't plugged in. We're like, how is this going? And the spirits are probably sitting there laughing their butts oh, off. Oh, they're <laughs> laughing their butts off. Look at David. He, they probably, when me and her went flying down the steps, we were playing a little kid's like photograph <laughs> listening to Peter and the Wolf, which was my very favorite, favorite, favorite thing to listen to on that. They had all the instruments in the orchestra as the animals, you know? Yeah. And we're listening to it, and all of a sudden, we're just, you know, like this, little kids watching it. All of a sudden, the plug comes out of the wall. Like, here's the wall. The plug comes out like that and goes... <laughs> Two kids. I don't think I touched a step with my butt because I think I flew down so fast. But that was like that's what I grew up with um all the time. After a while, it got to be old. It really did. After a while, yeah. when you're young, you're like, oh, stop it. So they're not yeah, hurting me. Remember, I've talked about this before from the time the snow melted till the time it fell again, and we had just moved into our new home. Nobody had lived there, it had been built from the ground up. And every night, without fail, 3 a.m., I could not breathe. And um, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if something was choking me. I was terrified to go to sleep. They eventually diagnosed me with asthma. It never happened again after the snow started to fall again. But without fail, 3 a.m., 
I swear to God, my poor parents never got any sleep. But I'm going to go back to, so creepy stuff has happened to us since we were little kids. I'm sure many people, right? And a lot of us put it behind us or think it was our imagination. But I really do believe kids can see spirits. So Kathy Hanley oh, yeah. says, Cracker Box Palace is the ninth track on George Harrison's yep. 1976 album. I wanted to add this part, then I was going to mention something about the Beatles. So Dem Rogers says, wow, so cool. We are all close in age. Thought y'all were like in your 30s or 40s. <laughs> nope. Uh, really good lighting and I'll tell no you. No filters, no filters. Yeah. I used to drink so much, I think I'm pickled. <laughs> Before your end. My, my days, my partying days back in the day. Oh, the, the fact that I'm sitting here right now is freaking amazing. Yep. He doesn't even yeah. look the same since like before his end. Yeah, I don't actually, I don't look like I used to. No, if you look don't. at my old pictures, I, everything's different. I have seen pictures. I didn't know you then, but I've seen pictures. And if you had showed me that, I would not look at that and go, oh, Dave, there's you. He doesn't, maybe the hair a little bit, but that's about it. That is about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So speaking of the Beatles, I mean, and I hate the term conspiracy theory. I really, yeah. really do. I like truth seeking. There is so many rabbit holes you can mm -hmm. go down with the Beatles. And I don't mean in a bad sense because they got into very spiritual aspect of things, right? With Hinduism and yoga yeah. and all this stuff. And I often wonder what did they know that we didn't, right? Just oh, well, John, John Lennon was into a lot of that stuff. Um, I don't know. So is George. And then you can, yeah, I know you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but the more I don't spend all time looking at this, but I really do think there is something to this Paul McCartney and Billy Sheehan thing, because I, ha I have seen a video clip because again, my partner researches this kind of stuff and we watched a couple documentaries, but the most convincing thing for me, long before deep fakes and Photoshop and whatever, there is Paul McCartney, he had been playing a concert, pretty old footage, I'd say probably from late 80s, maybe early 90s. And there's George Harrison there and Ringo Starr and their spouses. And they all come up to, and it's behind uh, the scenes, and they don't call him Paul. They all, all say, hey, Billy, it's so great to see you. And they're shaking his hands. And so look into that one. That's quite a crazy story. I don't know if it happened never or not. Know. Mm -hmm. Yep. Let's see, where are we? The real part is. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know who's here or not. People are still saying Michael Jackson's still alive. They still see Elvis in trailer parks. They still see all these oh, people. So, Nicole has a comment. Know. Nicole we has never know, though. Speaking of dogs, Nicole says, I had a dog that would stand and growl at the door to our house. It would freak me out. It always happened when I was home alone after school. Dogs do that. I know. And it's and did you know from the first book, one of the first books I read, which was what the show is named after, The Thing at the Foot of the Bed, which is a book from a Little Ghost Stories and Games. There's a section in it about um, they're teaching this. Okay, so this book was like when I was like seven, eight years old, um, teaching kids how to see ghosts by looking through the ears of a dog. Because the dogs are interesting. It's, uh, yeah, it's in The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. It's, um, they, they, 
there's different things like don't don't ever kick a ghost and all this other stuff. It's a good little book, you guys. You should pick it up if you read it if you can. Well, I did see a clip and I've seen it before where this lady has this pit bull and it's at the end of her bed and the kids are in bed and it's just her as the only adult in the home and the dog apparently never does this. This dog was seeing something. It was on her bed. And she goes, I looked outside. I've checked her security cameras. There's nobody out there. This dog was just standing there with the hackles up. It'd be quiet. Then it oh, it just would go ballistic and like be almost like stopping itself from charging. There was something at that door. I don't know what it was, but I always ask people when I'm working with them with like, say they need a bit of paranormal help or whatever. The first thing I ask them, do you have pets or do you have small children? Because cats, dogs, I, I can't speak for other animals, but I know cats and dogs in particular. What are they doing? What do you see? In my, my little house, that little house where I lived in um, Dallas, for this Dallas North Carolina, where oh, the okay. cloud came up. My cat, Carmel, he would, Carmel, my cat, Carmel's very cool. And, and every once in a while, he'll scare me because I know this cat sees shit. And, but in that little house, he used to do something so it would it would always put me on edge. I'd be like, "Come on, stop it!" I'd be in the family room and I would hear a noise. His he had his like his own bathroom. It was like mm -hmm. it was off my bathroom. There was like a little attic part thing, and there's mm -hmm. a curtain over it, and that was where his box was. Well, he would go in there sometimes, and he would make noises that I'm like, "That's not my cat." And then I would turn around the corner, I'd look over the corner down the hallway, and I'm like, "Carmel, come here," and you would see him walking and he would always whenever i would hear the noises he would walk towards me with his tail straight up which Ooh. is a cat sign which is a cat sign yes. for follow me so mm -hmm. it's like whatever you want to follow you don't bring it in here cat stop it <laughs> you know it'd be like but he would do that like he wanted it to follow him by me and i'm like no um nothing well, don't you remember that night when night we were off after a show we had just clicked end stream and we were sitting there talking, and all of a sudden, it sounded like bang, 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 bang. And I'm going, Dave, what the heck is that? And we were wondering, wondering, wondering. We went to check on the cats. They were fine. And somebody was shooting from the front of your sidewalk across the house. Remember that It was one? right by the tree outside my window. That's why I heard it so loud. We didn't Somebody know if it was a ghost at first or what. Yeah. It was so I have heard rap. Yeah, it's it kind of startled me. I had heard rapping before from ghosts. So I'm usually like, uh, but that was, it was, a, it was so loud. Lord Lee could hear it. And oh my God, it was so loud. And remember yeah. we checked because like we, you can hang out after you're done stream yard, right? Like Dem Rogers in particular, you know how, how Joel, the host always says to his guests when he ends a show, Hey, just stay put because you can chat afterwards, but it doesn't record it. So, cause we yeah. checked just in case if we would have yeah, caught it. But yeah, I've, I get all kinds of stuff. So does Laura Lee. You know what? I think mm -hmm. it just makes life interesting. So I don't mind it. You know, <laughs> I would say that what people think is regular, normal, everyday life, it is so infinitely tiny compared to once you open Pandora's box, open your mind to the possibility and open the doors to what the paranormal is. And the paranormal encompasses anything I always say that just doesn't fall under the title of what people think is normal. That's yeah. it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's huge. Um, I love How this. Parkacer says, "All you need is all love." You need is love. Womp, womp, put it down. I um, 
Howie had said, y'all remember the rapping on the show at the cabin? I don't know what that is. Uh, hang on. Uh, I just saw UFOs in New York City. You know who else got UFOs? Sammy Hager has a UFO experience. He has Oh, does he? About. Yes, he does. He is very open with it. Um, him, I think Pink also has uh, something with either a ghost or a UFO. I can't remember if it was Pink. But I, I haven't heard it from Pink. Um, but John Lennon, because for people listening, Kathy Henley Little had said John Lennon uh, had saw UFOs. I think she, yeah. what she said, 1974? Yeah, 1974. Um, in New York City. Oh, I got to hit this up. Dem Rogers, because is she in here? She is. Emmy Lou, come here, please. Emmy. On top, on Nuke's Top 5, at Dem Rogers says, I think the German Shepherds that had the dresser drawers thrown at them. Freaky. I don't know if I saw it. Speaking of German Shepherds, this is my baby, Emmy. I call her Emmy Lou. I saw it. I didn't see a UFO, but I saw an alien, and that was 1970, 1971, around there. So there's a lot of UFOs and aliens in the 70s, man. There's a lot. There was, but I have missing time and I've met a lot of people that have UFO or strange experiences mm -hmm. like that. Now, again, I've mentioned this, I think, on the Angel Rock, but the owner of the network will give him a shout out because we love him. Joe Montaldo, who's a ghost. Yeah. Well, hang on. I'm going to, we'll get to Pink in just a minute. Um, he runs um, ICAR. And it's called International Center for Alien Research. He's been doing a 20 plus um, year study. You can go to the website. It's icar.net, I think it is. And he's studying RH negative blood, green eyes and red hair, because that set of characteristics did not exist in human DNA before 70,000 years ago. So with the missing time I've had, and I'm going to get to that point, just what you brought up. Um, I blinked my eyes and I lost an hour and a half. I was miles away from where I was and in the opposite direction. I don't have red hair and green eyes, obviously, or RH negative blood, but my mother has all three. So go she mother does. Okay, is that what you want me to start? What's hi, Stargazer? I know. Oh no, she got it. Stargazer said she's pretty sure pig was a ghost. Yeah, I thought it was a ghost or a UFO or something. Yeah. You know where she to look for it? It's your buddy, uh, David, and we'll just leave it at that blink blink uh, with celebrity ghost stories with um, Kim. And we'll just leave it at that. I won't say anything more, Kim Russo. <laughs> but um, there's also another one where celebrities tell their tell their ghost stories of like I know uh, Vince Neil from Motley Crue. He's had a lot of paranormal stories. The girl from um, was it? not charmed what was the one with the four witches and um uh, back in witches the of east the witches of eastwick no she's got like a polish name kezia something and she was the villain in it it was teenagers four teenagers it's not charmed it's something somebody will remember in the in the comments she has quite a story um it's interesting to watch the amount of celebrities and not necessarily a-listers but people in the entertainment business that have had reported paranormal experiences. That's going to drive me nuts. Now I've got to look that movie up. Oh, yeah, Liam, you'll have to leave the name. Liam says, thank you, Dem Rogers, for Ruka Bulk was her name. I remember the name. I don't know what it was a movie and they were in high school and she was head of the witches and Faruka. 
she's very distinctive looking and um she ended up getting her just desserts in the end so liam says yesterday i started watching a documentary in rh negative blood and aliens oh please either put the name down or send it to me and i'll share it next time we're live yeah it's for you know i'm gonna or i gotta look this up okay for, let me see if i'm gonna say ghost uh ghost sorry not ghost which ghost whisper nope movie teens uh yeah bulk let's see if i can find it i remember this um the craft that's it the craft oh the craft mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know what i only like the original craft what what what, what where would that be from okay, didn't some didn't somebody didn't somebody redo it oh no i'm wrong um, this the is original. from 96 1996. Yeah, no, that's the right crap. And Jackie Lane, everybody's throwing it in. What do we think about Jack Osborne and his ghost stuff? I don't care for it myself. I watched a couple. Not that I'm not downing it, but Jack Osborne just kind of bored me. So I, I kind of turned it off. Plus the fact I'm kind of, for me, when a celebrity's kid who does a ghost show and after his dad, who's a celebrity, is so big in the, you know, Ozzy was in the, you know, everybody associated Ozzy with the occult and demons they and all that stuff and, and biting the ball. And I thought, I thought, well, I don't know, but I did watch a couple episodes. I just didn't get into it. Was it good? Because maybe I should watch it. I mean, I, I don't okay, want they to. have a new podcast. I haven't watched it. It's almost like a remake of the Osbournes back when they had the mm -hmm. reality show. Um, Sharon looks like she's fading away to a shadow. I think she's run into a Zempic personally. But uh, yeah. anyways, um, I don't dislike Jack Osborne. Oh, no, um, I don't dislike I, him. I no, just no, but what I meant him. is I've seen some of his paranormal shows because Dell has watched them. Um, I don't think he's faking stuff. And I think he does dig. I mean, do I think he's, yeah, I can't say I dislike him. Would he be my first thing to go watch paranormally? No, but say I ran into him on the street and I asked him to come on my show to talk all things paranormal. I would do it in a heartbeat because I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, I'm not saying anything like that. But you know what? I, I am looking, I would like to see a show where they have an actual people, actual people, not celebrities, not Zach Bagan crap, not these paranormal TV show people. They're already got their series. Careful and, with know. that. There's my boys yeah. that I love, Paranormal Nightmare. I love those boys, the foreman. I've brothers. watched a couple of theirs, and theirs was enjoyable because they were more real. Plus, they are there to help families. They never charge. They have not taken one penny in years. They've been through their own thing. Their last episode, and I don't think this was fake, guys, because what they'll do, Friday nights, they put an upload if they're going to. Saturday nights, they will go live, and they will show you while they're setting up and filming. Uh, I know Josh was in tears, and it didn't really mean anything. It was a name of a street that came up on the ghost box. And he was crying and it was so weird because he's not a crier. And they started talking about it and there was something evil. They claim in the house, they were helping this family and they go to help families. They just don't go there to investigate. They go there to help them. And there's follow-up afterwards. I have great respect for people like that. I mean, these guys don't even take travel or, or gas money. And the thing is um, the street that was brought up through the ghost box was the name of their childhood home where they this why they do what they do now as adult adults they had a horrific paranormal experience as three 
younger children together. That's why they do what they do to help people. So I had to throw that in there. I love my. Oh, no, those are good. I wish people like the Zach Bagans and the um, some of those ones. They just need to take them off TV. I hated that show, Kindred Spirits. I tried to watch it, but they capitalized. They capitalized off not finding anything to just discussing how it affects the family. I'm like, okay, don't call it Kindred Spirits. Call it Psychology 101 by amateur ghost hunters you know i didn't care for it too I much I mean, on i'm sure they're very sweet and very nice and i used i loved me and my mother watched the original ghost hunters when they very first started when they were the roto-rooter thing and it I was fun like i enjoyed it at the beginning because in the beginning they would literally go in there and debunk everything and I'd That's be like, why okay. I didn't like them because some people I think really needed help. And I get if they could debunk it scientifically or whatever, but there were some things I was seeing having living in an extremely haunted house myself that I wasn't expecting them to say, oh, that's haunted. That's spooky. That's scary. I appreciate people that give truth, but I felt it was just a little bit too much dismissiveness. Like one in particular, I can remember the taps kept going on while they were in there and they tried to explain it away for every other reason. And there was no reason for the taps to be going on. There was other things going on. So you could tell by some of the people's faces they were very disappointed because there were no yeah. further. Well, I'm talking. I'm only talking about literally like the first two seasons of the whole thing. After that, and then when they started to go overseas and started to have all these extra people and go from house to house and just everybody. I don't care for that. Oh please. That's you why I watch YouTube, guys. Like, don't get yeah, me. Yeah, I'd rather. I'd really much rather watch YouTube, guys. No, but what I was gonna say, like, I watch. Um, I usually watch Twin Paranormal and I will watch the Paranormal Files. And I give Colin a lot of credit, especially. That guy puts out a three-hour documentary every, I think the night is now Tuesday or Wednesday nights. He, it's so, And he films it. The only thing that drives me insane and is he screams every time something happens. He gets so excited. But he investigates with his dad, who is very calm, relaxed. Um, and he investigates with his brother-in-law, who was actually in seminary school, but I guess for whatever reason changed his mind. So I appreciate that because these guys, and I've seen them do it, if nothing shows up, doesn't matter if they are at a notorious house. Yeah. If nothing happens, yeah, nothing happens. Plus, he just can not somebody it. can you explain this, or do you know this, or anybody who's watching the audience? This is what always got me about. I want to add one more thing, though, Dave. So you go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You'll like this. He does not believe in demons. They actually had the conversation. They were back to the Sally house about it being semantics that there is negative energy. Go ahead. Yeah. And there is negative energy. It's just, yeah, I don't call every bit of negative energy a demon. Yeah. But, but, um, but yes, no, there's negative energy. I know that. Um, but anyway, where I was getting to the one thing that kills me about ghost shows is they always are sticking some guy in a room by himself like that's the big catch what is what is the proof of that i mean i don't understand where the proof of anything by putting somebody alone i do um, I, I mean it's for, it's for television because it doesn't do anything else because i know me out of oh i probably went to a lot of different places and investigated 
doesn't matter if I'm in a room by myself or a room with 50 people. I'm, I'm going to get the same stuff. It, okay. it doesn't. For me, it doesn't. But for okay, some, maybe. You. Okay, but you. That's you. But yeah, that's me, seen, like you said. Yeah. What I have seen, and if it doesn't resonate, that's okay. Or other people feel free to feel free to throw in your two cents worth. What I have seen is that sometimes I'm going to use the Foreman brothers, for example. Okay. okay. And each three of them obviously have very different personalities and energy. And they will find as they're investigating as the three of them and, and filming that if they're going to do a ghost box session or get some kind of response, and it doesn't always happen, but it, the energy may react to one of them better than the other. So it's oh. also an experimentation to see what will happen if I'm in the house alone. Okay, now I'm going to go out, we're going to watch you go in, and we're going to see what happens. So it's like experimentation while they're filming it. And I've seen it that sometimes an entity, just as I think, especially if it's an earthbound entity or person, that they will interact with some people better in real life than they will with others. So that's what I have taken it for, why they put individuals in. With you, David, the other side knows very well who you are as well as they would with yourself. me yeah. and they know they can communicate with you. So yes, it doesn't matter if you're in a room alone or not. It's not that one. I can understand. Like if somebody said, David, we need to put you in the room alone with this box. So you can ask you questions. Now that would be good for someone like me because of contamination. Other people in the room could contaminate something very easily. All you need, your stomach is sometimes have you ever been on a ghost hunt where it's so quiet and all of a sudden you're listening to, the EVP thing. Everybody's like, I heard something. I heard something. Everybody's going through it. And then while they're listening to it, they go, did you hear that? I heard that. And then somebody's stomach growls and you're like, oh, it was your stomach. I have a great <laughs> meme. All through people like that. Okay, but I, but it's not, I'm not talking about those ones. Like you said, that's different. I am talking about the ones on there. Cause the reason I asked is because I was with my family who we were watching. I can't remember the name of the show. I wish I could because I would totally slice and dice it right now. It was so awful. But the first thing they were talking about, they're going to put so-and-so in the room by himself. And my brother and all that, they're running around going, who oh, are they going to put him in the room by himself? The ghost's going to get him. I'm like, oh my God, that's what they want you to think. And nothing's going to happen except a guy going, what was that? What was that? What was that? For like 10 minutes. That's the stuff I don't like. That stuff. I don't like the showmanship of it. I don't I watch have. that stuff because yeah, it's not too real much. Life. Yeah, it's they like they're taking the credit. I think paranormal shows nowadays are literally sucking the credibility out of the paranormal. That's why I bring up sometimes, like tonight, we're having, I think, a pretty good discussion. People, we really appreciate your input and your thoughts oh, yeah. on this. So thank you, but you know, they've got a show to produce and there's expectations and everybody thinks they're going to be get rich making a show, putting it out there. So they think they've got to show something and it's become so watered down. And my problem is too, that's why I say to you sometimes, I think it'd be good to put a fake video up because there are people out there, not necessarily who's live here, but may watch the replay or hear this. And all they've ever seen is the TV shows and they expect that that's what the paranormal is. So oh, I think it's a good know, learning yeah. opportunity to look at something obviously fake that you may see and why it's fake and how we can debunk it. Just my we thoughts. Had, 
We threw a party, and then I want to read Lockbeard's. Um, Lockbeard, I, I that, is, that, too. Lockbeard <laughs> that is so unbelievably, yes, 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 I agree. I'll read it in just a second. We did a, um, and this is the weird thing, we we hosted a, oh, um, a uh, uh, whatchamacallit, a paranormal thing where people came in. Oh. No, not a seance. People that go ghost hunting with us. And a lot of these people have never been in a ghost hunt before. Okay. Ever. Oh, my God. It was the worst time. I was so angry because we had like 10 people every three minutes would go. I'm bored. Is there some place we can go to go eat around here? Where can we go? It was all night long. That's all you heard. And it's like, this isn't like TV. No, it's not like TV. That's fake. But you There's know what? People that have seen our Paranormal Survivor episode, and I haven't looked in years, but I one time looked, took a look at the comments and I was practically falling off my chair because it was comments from like, well, you know why these people, I'm not making fun of people with an accent, but you know why these people have problems? Because they didn't get right with Jesus. And then the other part was, no, the reason why these two people have problems is because they never went and got married. They're, they're living together in sin and just mm -hmm. on and on and on. Other people believing, like everything we said in the episode was true, but the episode cut and sliced and diced and put stuff whatever way they wanted it's oh, yeah, not yeah. real people. Most of it, what you see out there. I'm sorry, but it's I not. I got a ghost kitty. Now I got three ghosts. Oh, um, hi, Angel. Angel snuck in. Um, yeah. Lockbeard had written this, and everybody, please listen to this, because I think it is very true. Well, the, the first part of it, I don't know about the second part, because I haven't got that far. But Lockbeard says, because mainstream science is misinterpreted so much, they fail to figure out anything about ghosts or that they even exist. A node cooling effect is exactly what ghost cooling effect is. Yep, that's that's right. People are going to mess up stuff, and then everybody listens to science, which I love science. So I, I I I am I am hoping for the day that science and spirituality come together, and we can agree on something and do mm -hmm. stuff back and forth. And so many people are messing up so many things. Scientists at this point are just going, we're not even going to bother with the paranormal because there's too much TV about it. You know what I'm saying? I love, like like Laura Lee, I love those little YouTube shows. Those are my favorite. Mm -hmm. Because they're honest. Favorite. Like, and they tell you, like yeah. I said, I can't, I and Colin, if you're never going to see this anyways, but if you do, when he screams, he gets very excited. But this guy has been into the paranormal since he was a little kid and um, very lovely parents. His dad used to be, I think, an ophthalmologist. We call him Pop. He's called Papa Spooks. His dad's got is very empathic. You can tell this. But they, they've they been very clear throughout all the years that if there's nothing there, they're not going to fake it. And I've seen them go to notoriously haunted places and get nothing and I appreciate that. But Nicole has a good point. And I like what she said. She says she likes to watch the ghost hunting shows to see the toys and the ghost boxes and etc. And I think there's nothing wrong should you enjoy those shows. But oh, yeah. Watch, watch them, them with yeah. a critical eye in the way that if something doesn't seem right, it probably isn't. Yeah. You got to watch it. You know what? When we do watch, and even as a medium or a spiritual person, ask Laura Lee, I probably piss off so many people because the first thing is going in my Thanks, mind. Is, I always okay. say, I want this. I, I'm like, I want it to be true, but my mind says, I've seen so much, even my own NDE. You know how long I had to sit when I was writing out part of my book for my NDE that I sat there and I would literally go, 
okay, drug induced or NDE? And I remember I had one part of the story that I thought, oh, this is going to be really cool, my NDE story. And then obviously I started getting hits from my guides. They're like, no, that wasn't this. That was something different. I'm like, really? Oh, you sons of bees. I love that one. That was my favorite. I want to stop just for a sec, Dave, and give Bart Sharp uh, a shout out. He is one of our fellow hosts here on UFO Paranormal Hi, Network. Uh, please put the details. We've got so many hosts in the network on here. Um, Bart, last I remember it was Wednesday, your show. But if I if it's move nights, please let me know. He's amazing. Check him out. He's located, I believe, in Texas, but he goes to France during the summertime. And uh, yeah, he's got a really, really like spiritual type show. Very knowledgeable. You'll love him. So check him out, please. And put the time and everything, please, Bart. Mm -hmm. I wanted to read uh, Howie's comment. Oh, Howie's. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. If it'll highlight for me. We're yeah, on, David, this is the fastest two hours. I know, they go so fast. I swear. And this is why we love you all, because if you weren't here, this would be, well, Dave and I do have conversations like this when yeah. we're not live. But my whole point is we love your feedback and the questions and the comments and everything you put in here. So thank you. And how yes. we ask, Dave, we made them, meaning the TV shows. The TV shows. That's that's the sad part, and I say it all the time in capital capital letters, and I agree with this comment 100%. He yeah. says, we watch them, and we idolize them, the general public, they do, and why, with multiple question marks and capital letters, when there is better people at it than them, we are the ones that made it popular, and it is true, because this is what happens. Yeah. People, they just had a paranormal con and people were treating them like rock stars. A lot of the people and I'm, yeah, I am I, not going to say, I am not going to say who I have to Laura Lee, but I'm not going to say it live. Cause that would just be a terrible thing. I did a con in Kentucky and me and my old business partner did readings there. And we were right across from a famous medium and two famous ghost groups down the road. And did you know, every one of them were total jerks. Every one of them were idiots. And you know what? I don't know how they treated other people, but how they treated other paranormal people, they were jerks. And you know who was really nice? The small teams that were there showing their stuff at the tables. And they had the best stuff. They weren't signing autographs. They were like, here's some pictures we got of this. And they would explain it. And they were all excited about it. And it was beautiful. I loved it. And you walked over to the famous people's table. And they're like, do you have my autograph? Yeah. Is that where you guys are going to go something? Yeah, whatever. I'm talking to this broad with the big boobs. You know? And, that's, and then they would just blow you off. It was terrible. <laughs> I was... Oh, go ahead. I was, I was totally, I was like, and some of these people were people I have watched on TV and kind of liked. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I know, but I think there's a lesson in that, that we have to remember where we come from, right? Yeah. When you're in the public eye and you're doing what you're doing, you got to look at, it doesn't matter what you're doing, that you're doing it for the right reasons and you never forget where you came from. And Howie's agreeing with you, but I want to call Shannon out because we are almost out of time, guys. Shannon. Hey, Shannon. She says, make the show three hours. I wish we could. <laughs> but there's another great paranormal show coming up right after us. And it is the second night of the Outer Realm with Ms. Michelle DeRoche. Speaking of someone who's never forgotten where they came from, she actually was uh, part of our Paranormal Survivor episode. 
did not know her then. She's been on Canada's Most Haunted. She has been on so many TV shows, super knowledgeable, one of the most humble people I've ever met, and her co-host, Amelia Pisano. So they have the Elder Realm Wednesdays and Thursday nights. So you want to check them out. Stay tuned. They have great guests, great conversation. But I do want to shout out, I don't know if you're at work or not, Shannon, but she's the one that has the paranormal poopers. We did not name them, but they gather around the iPad to join us. So there you go. I love that. Just gather around the iPad and listen to two crazy mediums talk about the dead. Yes. Yes. And the what a beautiful Christmas story. What a beautiful Christmas story. But everything being set aside, I have the utmost respect for those small groups out there really doing the work, doing the real work, really trying to get that validation out there because it's important and it's part of what we do. Even the ones who are a little scared or whatever, I don't care. I love their stuff. That's the stuff I like. If you have to keep editing stuff on TV, I'm to the point in my life where I won't watch it anymore. And the other thing I want to add, I've seen, I think it was Dem Rogers, there may be others out there. If you've always so ever wanted to go on a ghost hunt or investigate, check within your city, do your research. There are teams that, that do take people out or they'll help train yeah. them or what, whatever, especially around this time of year. So check it out, you guys. Yes, that is, that is your best around this type of year. Yes, you guys, exactly what you said. I want to reiterate. Call, find out the teams that are in your local area. Most likely those teams are down to earth people actually doing the work and doing this. We are out of time, you guys. I wish it was three hours, but like I said, there's another great paranormal show coming up right after us. Like I said, the outer realm. So stay tuned. So David, where can they find you? Um, you can find me in my chair in my bedroom right now. No, I'm kidding. You can find me at uh, theywhispertome.com is my website. If you want to know more about me, get a reading or anything else, you can find me on TikTok <laughs> or Instagram at Medium David Hansel. I have a YouTube and a Facebook group, both called The Spirit Experience, where you can watch this show live. There you go. Literally. There you go. So, and neither David or I will ever message you to do a reading nope. or anything like that. That's we never awesome. solicit readings. We never solicit readings. So a DM from our names is not us. Yes. So Howie O'Dell says, and you can find great paranormal content on UFO Paranormal Radio. You indeed can. So if you ever want to get a hold of me to book a reading, uh, I do energy healing sessions. I do mentoring and teaching. I do have a course coming up. We're running out of time. Dave and I talked a little bit. Both of us are going to be doing that. Uh, separately but different things so we'll have to remind ourselves next week to talk about that but we are going to have some paid courses coming up not super expensive to be able to help people if you want to learn more about this anyways you can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash the angel rock also scary stories uh z sun dragon kevin he's probably at work tonight he sent in a bunch of ready you've got evps you've got pictures we got to talk about this this week because our halloween show is next thursday for sure and decide what we're doing we may do a panel i don't know what we're going to do but it's going to be amazing so stay tuned same time the thing at the foot of the bed 7 to 9 p.m eastern also um i have two groups on facebook paranormal university for all things paranormal and the angel rocker tribe for all things spiritual stay tuned for the angel rock as far as i know right now i don't have a guest monday night so it's an open thing more of this kind 
kind of uh, conversation. And then the following week, the Angel Rock Halloween party. After that, the 31st, I got the go-ahead from Michelle DeRoche, who is our station network manager. And I got to get that out there in the advert soon, the next couple of days. Anybody that can attend from the network, we're doing a panel party that night. So you want to stay tuned. Okay. We love you all so much. Stay spooky. There's Dem, Ro um, Dem Rogers. Oh, what? Z-Sun. Here he is. I just say Z-Sun Dragon and here he is. So you ready, Dave? Are we ready to do it? Let's do try it. One, okay. two, three. What's, What's at the foot of your bed? Oh, we'll try. Okay, you Thank guys. You. Stay spooky. We'll see you soon. Stay spooky. Send us your spooky stuff if you want us to cover it. We'll maintain your anonymity if you like. And if you are on TikTok, watch for us on Wednesday nights. We're usually live around 5.30, 6 o'clock. Right, Dave? Right. Eastern right. Standard. Absolutely. And stay tuned for the Outer Round up next.